Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. First dates, let's talk about them. They're very often last dates, but last night we really, really thought Colin and Maria were all set for number two in a good way. Uh, I want to hit the phone lines because I have Colm and Maria on the line from last night's show. How's it going, lads? Good, yeah. Hi, hi, hi. Um, uh, thanks for doing this. Are you, uh, Colm, how are you feeling after watching last night? Are, are you a bit shook? Uh, how did you think you oh, came I'm across? Shook. <laughs> oh, I'm shook. I'm shook. I can't handle that rejection. I'm telling you, I couldn't oh, handle it. Maria. It broke me. It broke me in half. Maria, uh, what have you got to say for yourself? I mean, come on. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, I think Colm is a bit more resilient than he's letting on. Ah, yeah. I think he's just having <laughs> us on. He's having us on. <laughs> we were really rooting exactly. for you. The chat, the chat was so good. It was so good. But let's get into it. Colm, um, first things first, you, your dad came up a lot. Can I talk about mm-hmm. your dad for a second? Um, yeah. How much of a positive influence was he uh, on you? Because he, you talked about him quite a bit now. Yeah, my, my dad, he, he was an incredibly young being, you know. Um, even over the years, even when it was at my worst, like with the alcoholism, you know, he kind of always stood by me and I'm always grateful that he did. You know, even though I broke his heart so many times, he was always there for me and, you know, he, he kind of just, he knew I was on my, my little road and I needed to go down a couple of cul-de-sacks and like, you know, touch the stove a couple of times and, uh, you know, and then when I was, I was ready for the, for the ticking, you know, he was there and... You know, he was, he was a massive, massive influence on my life, you know, and uh, I'll always, I'll always, like, he passed away uh, a few years ago, and I know that since, like, you know, the last couple of years I got sober, and, you know, we got, our, like, we got the, our relationship was incredible because of not drinking, and, you know, I think that's one of the, the benefits of not, of being sober today, is I'm able to be present there with my family, and, uh, yeah, just, just kind of, it was had to make him proud as well, doing that. So it's something I'll always have, like, and it's something I'll always be grateful for. But I always think um, them influences that we have on our family, you know, my dad always taught me, like, the greatest thing you can do in life is, like, just be, be useful and reliable in, 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 like, in, in all your affairs or just around life. And if you can do that, then, like, everything else. Everything he, else comes and goes, but family's, like, the most important. He had so much wisdom. I loved... Um when he said this to you and you mentioned it on the date let's have a listen I remember my dad saying you know when he was in his 20s all he done was worry about what people thought about him and then when he got to 40 he didn't give a shit what people thought about him but then he got to 60 he realised no one's ever been thinking about him like, you know because everyone's in their own head everyone's sitting here going I hope I'm dressed I really hope my shirts are and that because the human nature you know so true so true mm. he was a man he, he, yeah a man of uh, he knew what he was talking about a man of wisdom yeah. let's say uh, Maria yeah. how how are you how is how's life it says here are you living your best life it's apparently you living your best life now uh, I don't know if that's <laughs> I quite say that um, but you know it's it's a bit like that. Life is up and down, and uh, yeah, it's kind of been an interesting few months, and it's just been kind of like stuff happening with family and things like that. But you know, I'm here, and we're going on, and I can't complain. So you know, was what what pushed you to do the show? Was it getting out of your com- comfort zone? Was it you were tired of the dating scene? Did somebody put you forward, which is always a common one? Why was it? Um, well, probably a combination of things like that. I think anyone who's trying to date. Now, we'll tell you it's not the easiest of experiences. Mm. Um, but also, just I have this, this thing of like, if you have an opportunity in life, take it. You know, you never know what, 
going to happen if you put your vessel forward. But if you kind of for shy and retiring and you don't do stuff, then you'll probably miss out on things. So it was just the opportunity came up and I just took it. Good on you. You're the youngest uh, by a long way with your family. Did yeah. your siblings watch? Um, I don't actually know if anyone. <gasps> <laughs> not a message. Not. You didn't get a message um, or anything. Uh, well, like no, I've just got a bit of uh, a bit of feedback from other people on it, but um. Yeah, um, I don't actually know if anyone managed to watch it last night. It's one of those uh, funny nights where there was a lot happening. Is it one of those things that you 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 need to see yourself before you start telling people to watch it? Um, <laughs> I don't know. To see I'm how you come across. Even, yeah, well, I, I don't. It's just even strange. I suppose you don't actually ever get that kind of opportunity to see yourself. You know that way, that way other people see you, kind mm-hmm. of a thing, or how you appear. So um, I wouldn't say I was actively encouraging people to watch it, but I wasn't telling them no either. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I totally get it. But the chat was really good. Uh, Colm, did, did you think you had her in the bag for a second date? Yeah, it was, it was such a blow to the ego. <laughs> no, it was it was a lovely conversation. I think that's a good thing about going on dates. You're getting to know people and you're having a chat and... Uh, it's just a, it's a nice connection, like isn't it? It's kind of and I find even going on dates, you do stuff that you'd never normally do, like you're going for walks in parks, or mm. you know, we'd be going for food in certain restaurants, or going to the zoo, or whatever, whatever you're into. And that's the beautiful thing about going on dates, you know. You're kind of getting to know someone, you're having these deep chats, and everyone is a book, you know. Everyone is an interesting book, and I think when you get kind of get to know, you get to like past the old uh, what's the bleeding weather or the football and sex talk about the real stuff you realise that everyone is kind of on a journey in life and everyone's had their own experiences ups and downs and you learn from everyone like you know and that's what well, I love about going on dates you just get to know people Come here you mentioned the zoo there uh, evidently uh, uh, sober dating is very very different uh, to drinking when you're on the sauce you know what I mean and you've had to navigate that as well has that been a problem dating in Ireland would you say is that has that been a hurdle you'd, you had to get over yeah, well, it's good. Since I got sober now, when I, when I, I'm not waking up with people I don't know anymore. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's one of the benefits. <laughs> well but, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, we had sober dates. Yeah, of course. Because like, like that, you know, I think the nerves, I think if you're going on a date, you think, oh, I need a drink. Kind of, you know, let the, like, boy, I was thinking, like, when I used to drink, you was giving me great confidence. I would like, only have a drink. I'd go from feeling like an armpit to Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? I'd get all this great confidence and, I'd have the gift of the gab, and but like, but then like when I got sober, I just I realised you're, you're you enjoy it more. You know, you're you're thinking about outside the box. You're just like, like going for a sea dip or going to the zoo or going for a hike or yeah. you know stuff like that. And that's probably why that's probably why I'm still single because they bring all these people on extreme dates and hikes <laughs> and sea dips and all. They just block me. <laughs> They're like he's too much. I love it. I yeah. It <laughs> Maria, was there anything he could have done more? Or less of? Or, or was the spark just not there for another date? No, he was like that. He was absolutely perfect. He was a total gent. And like that, a great conversation. But yeah, I just didn't... I think I think you even said it yourself, Con, when you meet someone, you know, kind of a thing. And it just wasn't there for me, I'm afraid. But like that, I was just blown away by like kind of how inspiring a person he is. He's deadly. Yeah, as are you. Well, and how's dating um, now, Maria? How are you, how are you getting on? <laughs> Oh, God, I wouldn't even go there. <laughs> okay, still the same then. Okay. It's complicated. It's complicated. I hear you, sister. Listen, the um, line. Well, well, best of luck in the dating world. You take care of yourself. Uh, come stay on the phone there for a second. Maria, best of luck and I'll talk to you soon, okay? Bye, 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 bye. Thank you. Bye, love. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, Colm, 
Just lastly, before you go, you, you still there, yeah? Yeah, still here. I got a text in saying, hi, Jen. Colm sounds like a lovely guy. Listen to him here on the radio. I would love to go on a date with him. Oh, here we go. Ah, listen. Okay. It's Just call me Silla Black. Go up there. Yeah, here we go, Cupid. Would who you? Need that, who, do, needs, who needs a Tinder? Who needs Tinder? You got, Jennifer, you got 2FM and Jennifer's on Brelly. Colin, oh, tell do you want me? Would we're, you be up for this now if I get some more details and make sure they're not some kind of weird um, psychopath? Okay, yeah. Jeez, if they're like an RTE presenter or something like that, 100%, <laughs> I'd be into that. There's a few perks to that. <laughs> Listen, this is a genuine text column coming in. How, are you dating okay. at the moment or are you single? What's the crack? Uh, I'm single at the moment. I'm, okay. I'm just, I'm, mar- I'm married to progress. Are you? <laughs> Oh, look at you. You've all the lines today. self-development, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, you're good crack. You're, uh, you sound like good fun. Um, this person wants look, to go on a date. You, as as your dad gonna... used to say about me, he said, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. Okay, well, if we get this person on the phone and maybe give you a call back later with said person yeah. on the phone and see if there's a spark uh, there, I can suss it out in literally three seconds. It's happening. It's happening. You want to quit the radio and get on to this uh, matchmaking stuff. Can I tell you it? something? The last person yeah. I set uh, I set up, they're married with two kids now. They live in London. Uh, Jesus. I'm good. I'm that good. Oh, my you're, friend you're very and good. friend. Well. Oh, we knew. We knew. We sat them next to each other at a wedding. Said they'd be a good match, and here we are now. It's, married two oh, kids. Geez, it, it, it's happening. It's happening. Colin, well, stay well, on well, the line. You... Stay on the line. We'll okay. organise it with Adam, okay? And um, I'll chat <laughs> to you later. We're going to do a lo- a date live on air on 2FM. We're going to make sure that person isn't a psychopath. And I take no responsibility if this goes uh, belly up. I'm just going to say that right here, right now. I absolve myself from any mishaps in this very dangerous scenario. Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit leiahealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare. Looking after you always.